The entire team at Emsolation want to acknowledge that we are gathered on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri people. We want to recognise that we are recording and telling our stories on the stolen land of our country's first storytellers. We wish to pay our respects to all Wurundjeri elders and ancestors and to extend that respect to any First Nations peoples who listen to Emsolation. We recognise Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people's continued connection to the land and waters of this country and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. Always was, always will be. M. Luciano and Michael Lucas. This is Emsolation. Michael Lucas, it's a special little extra Thursday afternoon treat for everyone. Now, I haven't really told you much about this. Last week, obviously, was the 10-year anniversary of Dr. Patrick's death on Offspring. Have the abusive messages stopped? They have. I mean, they're, <laughs> I was about to say they're lovingly abusive, but I feel like that's so deeply problematic. But I feel like they are, I, I would describe them as affectionately teasing, mostly, I think. That's how I'm choosing to think of them. <laughs> Did you see that TV Week or one of the magazines um, said that there there might be an offspring season, whatever you'd be doing? Did you see that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what, and what do you say to that? What do I say to that? There's, there's always, like, it just pops up constantly. Um, and I don't, I don't think it's any real secret that if 10 slash Paramount Plus could convince everyone to do more, then, you know, they'd happily, like everyone that worked on it fully knows that if everyone congregated and just said, and not even everyone really, I mean, at this stage, they just take, is Asha Ketty is the only person that they really would absolutely 100% need. But uh, yeah, so it's all. But I don't. I my I, I don't have any intel on it. And I. But I'd be very surprised if it, if it was happening. She. I. I know exactly what she's doing. She's. I mean, she's just come off Lost Lows of Alice Hart, and she's and she's doing this other amazing TV show in Melbourne at the moment with the director of um of Newsreader. And I don't think she's returning to Nina. I'm sorry to say. I think that was bullshit. <sighs> You heard it here first, everybody. Well, uh, no doubt you heard the messages from Emsolators last week. Yeah, oh yeah, of course I did. I love them. I love them. And I loved I loved that there was people swimming against the tide. <laughs> Thank you for incorporating them. So it wasn't just a tidal wave. Of, it felt of like a true reflection of the spread. Of course. Of course. Well, there was one message we held out because when I heard it, it made me cry and... I didn't want it to be lost in the sea of kind of, you know, tongue-in-cheekedness that was going on around it. And I knew there would be something you would perhaps want to sit with. And and I wanted you to hear it, like, as a standalone because it kind of, I think it's the reason you're a writer in the end. I think it's so... Oh, my goodness. All right, I'm going to play but I'm warning you, it's really, like, it'll, it'll get you in your feelings, please. <sighs> All right, here it is. Hi, this is Jim. On the 10th anniversary of Patrick's death, I want to say thank you, Mr. Michael Lucas. 10 years ago, I was eight months pregnant, carrying the much wanted baby of my husband who died in February of that year. To be pregnant to a dead husband is not that common a thing, thank goodness. So when the same fate befell Nina, I was devastated for her, but also grateful that she could show people a bit of what it might be like for me. 
Watching Offspring was incredibly cathartic for me. Nina and Zoe's life went on, as did life for me and my beautiful daughter, who will turn 10 in September. It's comforting to me that Patrick is not forgotten, as I know my husband will also never be forgotten by all those who loved him. So thank you, Michael. You are such a talented writer. Oh, my gosh. That is incredible. Right. Even with that build-up, I didn't think it was going to be. I didn't think it was going to be that. Oh, my God. Wow. I know. Well, you're right. I mean, that's astounding. That is that. I mean, what more could you hope for? And I I know at this point, I also have to say, obviously, Deborah Oswald was the driver behind that show and Jonathan Gavin and everyone that made it, all the directors and everything like that. But I mean, everyone would be so, I mean, just so moved to hear that. That is unbelievable. I'm, I, I imagine that it would have been intensely difficult to watch that first episode. But I'm glad that the story delivered on the other end of it, and that's amazing. My God, I've never heard. I've never known anyone. I've never heard from anyone who has had. I'm mean, had that experience, and never, certainly never, that they've connected it with um, offspring. I do remember at the time, and I wish I'd screenshotted it online. People were showing, like after the funeral episode, my little Zoe's finger curled around. Nina's or whatever and there were people had taken things like their parents had texted them going watching this and I remember when your finger curled around mine like that and I was like even that blew me away but that yeah that was amazing yeah I know how so her daughter must be is 10 now is 10 in September wow because she was she was living a parallel Nina and her were living parallel lives and I I imagine and like she said the comfort in seeing Mm. Nina survive it you know, I think, and come through and be able to go on and mm. not feel bad about life going on because that's often a hard thing when you lose someone really close to you. You know, you go outside and it's like, how dare the sunshine and how dare those birds go about their day and how dare that bus honk? Mm. Why is life still still spinning? And I think you do feel kind of like this should be a bigger thing, like everything should have just stopped. It also validates there was a really controversial choice that we we um, managed to get Matt for a couple of weeks to appear in season five. So he kept popping in mm. her um, imagination because we wanted to, you know, it's, he's not, he's obviously he's gone physically, but he's always at the forefront of her mind and in her grieving process. And that proved to be quite divisive because we were like, I don't want to see him and have him be a part of her imagination. But when I hear that response, I'm so glad that we did that, that we didn't just sort yeah. of like that we really mm. kept going with the way that her grief worked well into the next season and didn't, you know, didn't mm-hmm. just have her suddenly pop up, walk down the street. Oh, here's mm-hmm. a new guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Vindication. Well, thank you very much for sharing that with me. And to Emsolator Gem, that was so beautifully written and spoken and I was watching my best friend's face as he heard your voice and I like that you two have 10 years later been able to <laughs> connect like this. It's beautiful. It's brilliant. Um, and Michael, as a writer, doesn't get to... I get that stuff all the time as a performer, all the time, but yours is such a long, drawn-out process. You never get this kind of, you know, validation or confirmation that something that you were a part of changed... Yeah. Yeah. It normally goes to the actors, which is interesting. So, because I always remember mm. there was, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen season two of Five Bedrooms, but there was a miscarriage storyline in there. And um, and Katie Robertson, the actress, is just, you know, constant that she gets these long messages on Instagram and everything like that. And I completely understand. And the same with, like, Roy Joseph, who plays Harry, 
you know, he's he's heard from so many queer people of colour that that have related to Harry's experience. So I know that it happens, but it tends to it tends to go towards mm. the actors, which is completely understandable. But anyway, so I especially appreciate it. Oh, good. All right. Well, that's it for our little special pop-in. Two for one on your Thursday. Bye, Michael Lucas. Goodbye. Like what you heard and want more? m is a totally independent, neurodivergent, female-led podcast which you can help support by subscribing to Emsolation Extra. Get exclusive bonus episodes every Tuesday. Question time with Em and Michael, pre-show meetings, videos of the podcast recording, pre-sale access to live events and discount merch, a weekly newsletter and so much more. Help us by subscribing now or gift a subscription to someone you love at emsolation.supercast.com or get the link via Emsolation socials. Emsolation with M. Rossiano is recorded at Down the Hill Studios. Hosted by M. Rossiano with Michael Lucas. Executive produced by Benjamin Wosley. Produced by M. Rossiano. Edited by Ezekiel Fenn. Socials by M. Rossiano, Benjamin Wosley and Marcella Rossiano Barrow. With assistance from Jem Evans and Georgia Watts. With videos by James Henderson. Follow us on Instagram at Emsolation Podcast. Enjoy other emsolators at the emsolation group on facebook the answer is harry styles please take the time to share this podcast with a friend give us a five-star rating and make sure you're following us on whatever podcast app you use by hitting the follow button thanks for listening and we can't wait to chat with you again soon (laughs) 